everyone. Thanks for joining us today for our next episode of Mixed Messages with Jeff Bogue. My name is Joe Caruso, and I'll what be your host that? as we Wait, dig into today's that? topic. Nighttime DJ voice that just came well, out hello. of Hello. <laughs> well, from news sources to comedians, from friends to advertisements, it seems. You know, I used to do radio. Did you? For a hot second in college. That's what I initially went to school for. Wow. It's yeah. probably good you got out of it. Oh, for sure. It was a, it was one of those like tiny college stations that no one listened to, but technically <laughs> it was on the radio. Uh, All right. Do the intro in your best radio announcer voice. Oh, man. With no prep? No prep. <clears throat> well, hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us today for our next episode of Mixed Messages with Jeff Bogue. My name is Joe Caruso, and I'll be your host as we dig into today's topic. From news sources to comedians, from friends to advertisements, it seems everyone has an idea of how we should think, live, and make decisions. But when everyone disagrees, how do we cut through the noise? How do we sift through all of that information overload and choose what governs our lives? As we pray and process these things, we want to offer a resource to navigate some of the day's most pressing topics and questions. That's pretty good, Joe. Hey, thanks, man. <laughs> That's way better than just listening to you. It's horrible. <laughs> Your normal voice is awful. Yeah, my daughter says the same thing. <laughs> Dad, stop talking. Oh, my goodness. Well, now that that's out of the way, I love self-deprecating humor on these podcasts. <laughs> it's so good. Um, yeah, so it is actually interesting now that we're in this podcast era how some of that, you know, things in your past you never see being useful whatsoever, and all of a sudden you're sitting behind a microphone talking to people that are going to listen to you. It's weird. See, it's God weird. works all things together. Mm-hmm. There you go. All right. But I'm really glad you used your normal voice. I'm really glad we do, too. <laughs> all right. So today we have a question from one of our listeners. Um, it's a short one, but it's a good one, because I think there's lots of things that can apply to this question, even outside of the general context. But she asks, are Reiki and yoga okay to do? I keep hearing other Christians saying they're demonic. And so, Jeff, I think the question is, uh, both of these have some roots and some other spiritualistic, mystical things, and so how do we navigate that today in our current culture? Well, it's an interesting thing. So I would say Reiki's a little bit different, Mm -hmm. so definitely different than yoga, at least in my mind. So Mm -hmm. I'm sure if you're deeply into Reiki and deeply into yoga— uh, somebody will disagree with me, but um, Reiki is, if you don't know what it is, uh, it, it's trying to flow energy. So you're kind of flowing good energy and bad energy out of somebody's body. Mm-hmm. So what you would do is you would lay down and someone would kind of hover their hands an inch or so off of you and then like meditate on you, capture your energy and your aura, and like move the negative out and the good in. That, to me, feels hyper-spiritual. And I I wouldn't be able to find anything in Scripture that would remotely address that or allow for that. Um, Everything I see in Scripture is that we are to be filled with the Holy Spirit as Christ followers— governed by the Spirit, led by the Spirit, and uh, and controlled by the Spirit. Mm-hmm. So nothing about energy or energy flow or anything like that is in the Scripture. That's definitely New Age, uh, middle, uh, New Age Eastern mysticism thinking, Hinduism mm-hmm. would definitely have all of its all of its roots. Does that mean that if you have somebody do that to you, you're suddenly demon possessed? I'm not sure it 
automatically goes there. But the Bible says that all things are permissible, but not all things are beneficial. And I would definitely put that in the non-beneficial part of your opening up your heart and your mind to the belief of something other than Christ and uh, the Spirit of God is defined by the Word of God. And so I, I just wouldn't see anything positive about it. Um, and I would say for someone to hover their hands over you and cleanse your body of negative energy, you have to have a belief in that to think that it works. Yeah, for sure. Like, so you've put your faith or your belief in something that is not uh, Christ-centric. And so I, I don't... I can't see a positive side of Reiki. Yep. So I would probably encourage people to stay away from it. Yoga is a little different. Sure. Uh, so yoga definitely in its roots has a, a mysticism, a spirituality to it. Yoga is also stretching. Mm-hmm. And and I don't mean like emotionally, like physically. It's a, right. it's a stretching process. So I have done yoga and had it be very helpful for my back. I have mm-hmm. a bad back. Um, and I actually honestly should probably get into it again. It, it's, it, uh, here's the thing with yoga. You can completely remove the spiritual elements of yoga and still get the physical benefits. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really, really important. Yoga at its roots is uh, Eastern mysticism and is paganistic and godless. So is Christmas and Christmas trees and Easter bunnies and Halloween and you know all those kind of things. So it's not that uh, it's not that you can't sometimes redeem something. Uh, December 25th was not when Jesus was born. December 25th was the marker of a pagan holiday. Mm-hmm. And, and so we have redeemed it. Right now, it's fine. It's great to celebrate Jesus on December twenty fifth. So we redeemed a pagan thing. Same thing with Easter. East the name Easter is not in the Bible. It's actually named after a, a false god. But it's great to celebrate Jesus on Easter, and that was the earlier church redeeming things that are negative. I would view yoga that way. If you're doing yoga to stretch your body and to build strength and to be healthy. And even yoga has a relaxing element to it. And if you're breathing and relaxing and listening to worship music and, and meditating on Christ, like it, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Yoga that is spiritually driven, uh, if you're embracing the spiritual parts of it, that's where you're going to get into trouble. By the way, this is at, this is the same thing with uh, martial arts. Mm-hmm. It has a spiritual element to it, a, a submissive element to it. You know, your inner chi and all. Just watch Kung Fu Panda. You know, like it's all there. <laughs> or it's an athletic activity. It's a self defense activity, or almost like a sport. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think that's the big difference. Is you can separate the two. Yoga, you can use it as an exercise. Reiki, I don't know how you would do that. The, the very nature of it is is different. So I think I'd probably stay away from that one. And then I think when you're doing yoga, just like in everything as a Christ follower, you should have discernment. Mm. You know, So if you get your kids in martial arts, uh, if the sensei goes too far on the spiritual side, you should, you should 
say something to your kid or give them discernment with them. If they're really like, this is a sport, break this board, I'm like, I don't know, it's impressive if a 10-year-old can break a board, you know, kind of thing. Um, so I don't, I don't think we have to throw babies out with the bathwater. I do think we have to redeem everything. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, in my mind, it's what you do with basketball. It's what you do with softball. It's what you do with exercise classes. You're just redeeming something as a platform and a common ground to share Jesus with people. So that's, I think that's really helpful. Um, I, I, I'm hoping that our listeners engaging that and understanding where you're coming from. Jeff, I think there's another angle that not only could apply with yoga in particular, but maybe some other, like you mentioned, it's a relaxing thing, for instance, and how, yeah, if you, you know, you had a long day or stressful day or whatever, or maybe you wake up in the morning to make sure that you're trying to be in the right mindset or whatever. Is there a possibility of taking good things too far? You start running to yoga for the answers to your relaxation only, or, um, you know, I've heard you say before, like, don't turn a good thing into a God thing. Yeah. Like, how, 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 how do you know when you're starting to run toward the wrong things for the wrong reasons? When you turn a good thing into a God thing. So, so when you start looking to anything outside of Christ to fill the place in your life that only Christ should fill, mm. you can do that with a marriage. Mm-hmm. You can do that with children. You, can, you, you have created an idol mm-hmm. then. And so uh, you can dishonor God by overeating, and you can dishonor God by overexercising. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can dishonor God by ignoring your wife, and you can dishonor God by being so enthralled with her, you no longer love anybody else or let anybody else in your life. It's the classic, I'm obsessed with my spouse, mm. uh, young person problem, mm-hmm. right? And and then you can flip that coin and put all the negative parts in it. But any anytime that, anytime that you have a longing, anytime that you have a craving, anytime that you have an interest— those are all created in us by God to cause us to search for God. Hmm. Now, can you blend those two things? Of course. Uh, I that Our gym works out with worship music all the time. Uh, at Easter time, they do a—it's uh, a CrossFit thing. They do a special wad or workout uh, where they, um, they don't mimic, but they— it's very, very difficult because they we do it so that you like think about the cross mm. and the suffering of the cross, but you're lifting dumbbells. And I'm like, that's cool. That's super cool because it, the the event or the exercise is putting your mind on Jesus. That's what a, a good marriage is. That's what good parenting is. That's what, you know, a, a, all of life is. So absolutely, you can participate in all those things. We don't have to go be Amish because even they worship their lifestyle. Mm. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But when you when you look and say, um, why do I drink? Why do I drink too much is, is a better question. Well, you drink too much because you have a God longing, and it could come from pain, it could come from insecurity, and you're filling that God longing with alcohol instead of God. Why mm. do you overeat? Because you have a God longing, and you're filling that that God longing with potato chips instead of Jesus. Why do you Why do you binge too much Netflix mm-hmm. and stay up till three o'clock in the morning and you're exhausted? Well, because you have. Why do you Why Why do you overpay for cars and run up credit cards? All of that is us trying to fill a God longing with something besides 
besides Christ. Mm-hmm. So it's not it's not a sin to watch a movie. It's not a sin to stay up till I just stayed up till our kids were on fall break. I stayed up till two o'clock watching a movie with them because I wanted to be with them and we were having fun. I don't think I dishonored God. Mm-hmm. If that was my life, right? Sure. Or or I never uh served or loved anyone outside of my own children because I'm obsessed with my family. Now I've made them an idol. <laughs> so I think that's what you want to lo- watch for and understand. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the Bible even says that uh, physical activity is good. Mm-hmm. It's just not God. <laughs> you know, it doesn't, I'm paraphrasing, but yeah. like it's a good thing. Um, I should take care of my temple of the Holy Spirit God's entrusted me with. That's a good thing, but I don't want to make it a God thing. I know in my own life, there's um, the more and more I've learned uh, what we run to God for. So, um, you know, Jesus says, come to me. If you're weary, if you're burdened, I'll give you rest. Or um, the joy of the Lord is our strength. And I would find these moments where I felt weak or I felt overtaxed, and then I would run toward these other things. Yep. You know, like I need, I want to find rest in the movie, or I want to just veg out and do this, or I, I'm I'm feeling like a weak moment. I want to go run and do that, and I'm. I, it dawned on me at multiple times in my life. It's like God just helping me along the way. Like, oh, those are the exact things you say come to me for, and I'm running to Chick Fil A for it instead. I'm running yeah. to the clear my calendar on Friday night so no one bothers me instead. Like. And she's like, no, I'm the only one that fulfills you. I'm the one that gives you the longing of your heart. You're running to these cheap imitations, and you're abusing these otherwise gifts that are available to you as a God thing. Yeah, and and, and those those same things used properly can be helpful. Sure. <laughs> right? So I I I have I often have very long days. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll watch TV before I go to bed to wind my brain down. Mm-hmm. Um, if I have uh, a lot of times, I'll have you know I'll go from like seven to five p.m. and then I'll have like a six p.m. meeting. Mm-hmm. I'll actually turn YouTube on. It almost cleanses my palate so my brain can kick into the next thing. Sure, it's fine. It's it's that that's not an addiction and that's not being shallow. That. Mm-hmm. It's it's when sports that you know the NFL dominates my life and my Bible collects dust and my friendships are distance and my kids know not to talk to me because I'm mad about the Ohio State. Mm-hmm. It's like wait, wait, what are we doing here? Yeah. What are we doing? It's almost like the um, many of our listeners have probably seen some version of the illustration where you you're going to fill up a jar no matter what, put the big rocks in first yeah. and then eventually do it. Like when your whole jar is full of sand, you have a problem. And so if your whole life is filled with the football and the YouTube and the and the yoga because you're searching for something, like you've misprioritized the life balance, if you will, to use a yoga type of term. Um, but if you are running after the Lord for – like, for instance, when you're vegging out to the YouTube or some guy's cutting wood or – I can't imagine what you like to watch on TV all the time. <laughs> but, um, I know, do like to watch people cut down I, trees. I knew you did. <laughs> yeah. um, but, you know, there's um, – you're not void of that time with the Lord. You're not void of finding that time with the family, all those kind of things where you, quote-unquote, should be running after those. It's like, no, this is actual downtime, and I'm not void of these things. Yeah, when you use that that visual, you know, so think of like a glass jar, 
and you're gonna is your life and you're gonna fill it up. You if you fill it up with little meaningless grains of sand, you can't get the big rocks in it. Mm-hmm. If you put the big rocks in first, which is Christ, um, I, I'm gonna say like my calling, mm-hmm. which is pretty all encompassing of family and all the rest. I'm gonna put those big rocks in first. Then I actually gonna put in the medium rocks, serving at church, leading a life group, you know, things like that. Then I'm gonna let the sand get in between the crevices, mm-hmm. right? And and this is what I did this once in a sermon. People thought I thought I messed up, but I didn't. I filled up the sand, it got into the crevices, and then the sand overflowed the jar. And people were like, ah, oh, you filled it up. And and I said, No, I said, No, when it gets like this. And I took my hand and I pushed the sand off and made it flat. I'm like, now I know what to cut out of my life. Mm-hmm. I, I I cut the little things out of my life to re, to recover big time, uh, the the big chunks of time and energy. There is no better example of that than scrolling through reels on social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've all done it where we're like, it is an hour later, and I learn nothing. I'm as dumb as a rock, or my IQ went down for mm-hmm. watching all of this. And where did it disappear? Well, immediately, you know, like that is that is garbage. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it has no meaning at all, right? Watching a movie with my family is not the most valuable thing I can do with my family. If I prioritize my life, there's space for it. Mm-hmm. It's also sand. Sure. Right? Exercise I would say is like a medium rock, mm-hmm. not a big one, mm-hmm. but it's it's a it's one that should be in there and and it should be um, prioritized. If I fill my whole thing up with medium rocks, all if I turn a medium rock into a big one, I have no, I don't have the right space for the other things in my life. Yep. And so it's just stuff like that. Like you're all just thinking, like what does the Lord, what does the Lord call us to? Mm-hmm. Love Him, love our neighbor. As ourselves, your family's your first neighbor. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 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 church is is a, like a second first neighbor because we're the family of God. Mm-hmm. You know the Bible's very clear about that. And like you just you just start there. Some of these things allow you to double dip. So your F three that mm-hmm. that your guys do, those guys are getting together as brothers in Christ, praying together and exercising. Mm-hmm. I'm like that is a great investment. Yeah. It, it puts everything into perspective, and it's a good deal. I, I think our sports leagues that we have here at Grace are along those lines. Like there's a redemption to them that's important. And then we all get obsessed, and we all can get addicted. Um, and anything, everything is permissible, not everything is good. Mm-hmm. And I, I think discerning between those things is really important. That's excellent. Well, I hope this has been helpful for not only the question asker, but also the rest of our listeners, because there's lots of things that try to creep into our life that might be good, but if they're starting to climb in that status to being more of a God thing, we need to take a step back and really run to Jesus and ask, what is he leading us to? So if you have questions like this you'd like us to get to, you can always submit those at bath.gracechurches.org slash mixed messages. And of course, if we can help you take any unique next steps or even dive further into your uh, unique perspective on what you're trying to walk through, you can always reach out and let us know. If you like what you're hearing, you can always uh, 
subscribe, follow, rate, and review. And of course, in that perfect radio voice, thanks for jumping in with us today as we continue to seek God's voice (laughs) through all the mixed messages around us.